Hey everybody, welcome to episode 72 of Founders Gyan and thanks for tuning in. Each week we talk to a startup founder about actionable items that is useful for other startups. This week we are talking to the founders of Playablo, a very successful educational app startup. The founders are Dheeraj Sharma and Anand Krishnan Gopalakrishnan. And our topic for discussion is overview to building a gamification platform. Do check out the show notes at foundersgyan.com/ep72 for the show notes for links to all that we talk about on the show. Are you ready? Let's get started. Hi everybody. Today's guest on our show is Dheeraj Sharma and Anand Krishnan Gopalakrishnan. They are the founders of playablo.com that is p l a y a b l o.com. which is a gamification platform so thanks a lot uh, guys for taking time out uh, thanks for coming thank you uh, so let's uh, quickly jump into it uh, and before we jump into uh, talking about uh, today's topic which by the way is an overview to building a gamification platform for our listeners out there who wants to do it um, tell us a little bit about yourself and your company quickly in uh, two three sentences and then we'll get right into the main uh, meat of the topic sure thanks ram uh, quickly uh, anand and i both have about uh, two decades of experience each in the it space uh, anand has a very strong background in uh, products and i have a background in software testing uh, as far as education goes uh, my relationship with that began you know with my family my father was a principal in a school in dehradun uh, my wife is a montessori practitioner and i have two young children who fall in the same category so so yeah so that's that's my 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 space anand thanks for having us ram my name is anand and uh, as dheeraj said we have about 20 years of experience my experience of course comes from a very different background of bfsi and capital markets very uh, financially intense why did we choose this education initiative i think we've always been passionate about uh questioning the status quo and how do we improve things make things better for everybody's life and what more to make work on than you know try and make our children's life better by giving them better education hence this initiative uh, we thought we really had a great idea in terms of what problem we wanted to solve more than trying to see what product we are building mm-hmm. uh, so i guess it just evolved over a period of last year one and a half year and a half and then uh, that's where we are today okay excellent now um let's talk about what are the benefits of a gamification platform i think this might be very basic to some listeners but uh, may not be so basic to other listeners so uh, i'm sure people have heard about gamification platform but uh, could you list out maybe few advantages or benefits yeah so so before we get into what is the platform about and things I think uh, it will be good for some of the listeners to know what actual gamification. It's a very uh, abused word in the in, in in today's IT world, right? I mean, what is everybody who's anybody wants to talk about gamification? We have gamified this, gamified that. But what is gamification? Just for the uh, you know uh, uninitiated, uh, a gamification is not like building a game, right? Mm. It is just. extracting the essence of so 
we don't have to encourage almost anybody you including kids to actually go and play a game right that mm. happens innately that self motivated mm. mm. but that does not happen when we have to go and motivate ourselves to work or motivate ourselves to go and study and things like that mm. uh, what is gamification it is extracting what really self motivates if you were to be playing a game mm-hmm. bringing those qualities into what you want to do in a, in a, some sort of a framework hopefully mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. that is gamifying the experience so gamification is actually bringing in the positive experiences of what a game really does to one mm-hmm. and ensuring that you still achieve your targets it could be gamifying a framework for a better salesmanship or gamifying a framework to uh, motivate your own uh, mm. you know team to do better and things like that or in our case motivating motivating the child to actually self evolve and self motivate and study better mm-hmm. right so that's a whole fundamental idea of what gamification is all about right it's not the same as building a game mm-hmm. it is extracting the aspects that actually inspire a child to go and play a game mm-hmm. and putting it in a framework to fit your own mm-hmm. uh, you know already existing goals right right so so the benefits are uh, users are more engaged to what's what's the top benefits i mean i mean is a gamification platform better than say an online shopping platform you know people might like to shop online so Right. So uh, I'm not sure if there's a right comparison. Online shopping versus gamification. Uh, but the benefits of gamification are straightforward, like you said. Right. Uh, number one is extremely engaged user. If you build the right gamification experience, the engagement is much higher. Right. Right. And uh, to whatever aspect of the corporate service or educational service that you're linking it to, uh, you would hope that. that element kind of gets enhanced in the process mm-hmm. right so for example if you are building a gamification experience in which you are saying that now how well are my employees engaged mm-hmm. with corporate announcement for example mm-hmm. or in terms of helping each other in you know uh, let's say whatever right i'm for sharing uh, core base within within the organization mm-hmm. or in our case how well are we engaging children to be self motivated to learn and uh, enhance their knowledge of certain skills mm-hmm. whatever they taught in school right mm-hmm. so the output is not only is the child or the player engaged more mm. the uh, the core need for that is also served uh, at a much higher and a cleaner uh, and, and purer form you know that kind of enhances along, along the process mm. so that is the 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 whole need of it right? uh, you know could you no know, if it was not for the whole gamification piece mm. there is no need to build a game for you know for stuff like like this right mm. you still have for example schools they are teaching right mm. you still have you know hr guidelines in corporate now you know that you got to do this stuff there are you got to whatever show so much of uh, savings right mm. all that is still still there the mm. mandates are there you mm. got to do it right the game makes it more fun mm. as human beings we are naturally wired mm. to get into a slight healthy competition kind of mode mm-hmm. right and a gamification experience actually enhances that whole pieces out right mm-hmm. so the, the the core purpose is solved mm-hmm. in a much mm-hmm. you know uh, what like i was saying like much purer and more mm-hmm. enthusiastic mm-hmm. uh, you know contribution from all all, mm-hmm. all people involved and uh, just to add like playablo.com is uh, is a platform that uh, helps uh, correct me if i'm wrong helps kids uh, learn uh, 
better uh, or learn additional topics uh, or, or or revise their topics that they are learning in school uh, through through the gamification platform, right? If I'm correct, yeah. So for just you know, just one short sentence to explain that we are a plat gamification platform that helps children do two things. Number one, reinforce whatever they have learned in school, mm-hmm. and second, enhance and mm-hmm. uh, increase their grasp of those concepts. Uh, in the in in the process of actually what we call is improve the learning outcomes. Mm-hmm. So reinforce the concepts, mm-hmm. uh, uh, increase the grasp of the uh, of the topic they're learning, and improve the learning outcome in, in the whole process. Mm-hmm. Uh, the product is currently uh, catering uh, grades one through five. Okay, English and Maths, so CBSC, CBSC grades and one to five. grades one to five. One to five. So I think I think the important aspect is why did we choose gamification for this mm-hmm. platform? I think that's the most important. Correct. It's not just the gamification aspect that enthuses the child. And mm-hmm. It's back to education, right? I think we didn't. It's very important because books are not going anywhere. I mm. mean, a child shouldn't or a parent shouldn't mistake this for a game. Right. Right. I think that's some fundamental lessons of gamifying mm. one's experience versus actually mm. experiencing a game. Mm. You know, two very different uh, mm. things we're talking about. Uh, theoretically, mm. gamification actually has a very scientific uh, connotation to it. A uh, guy called Yukai Chow actually built a framework called Octalysis of Gamification mm. can be verified, I mean referred in Wikipedia. Mm. Uh, it has eight facets mm. that are very well defined mm. to ensure that the outcome of gamification mm. is self-motivation, mm. a much more engaged audience mm. in whatever shape or form, mm. in whatever experience they are mm. getting engaged in. Mm. And what is the best outcome? Uh, see, he, as a human being, mm. the more we love what we do, the better the outcome is. Mm. Right? So I think that's the philosophy behind this entire mm. octalism. Well, there are eight different facets which he has defined, saying mm. for an e- entire gamified experience, mm. all of these aspects are... Let me talk about a couple of aspects. Right? Mm. For example, socially motivated. Mm. Right? If as against a child sitting in his or her room and studying by all by herself, mm-hmm. if there is some kind of a group that is sitting together and studying, naturally the kids tend to be more involved. Mm-hmm. Right? There is a healthy peer-to-peer competition, there is sharing right. of knowledge. See, right. that is one aspect of gamification that already happens in some shape or form with our mm-hmm. kids today. Right? Mm-hmm. Then there is the aspect of self-motivation. Mm-hmm. Let me challenge myself more. Right? Mm-hmm. And then there are the aspects of, am I getting some benefit out of this, right? Mm. Obviously, at the end of the day, I think if we are doing something, we Mm. expect something in return, Mm. right? Mm. Though our Indian philosophy is quite against this, don't Mm. expect it. But I think Mm. at the end of the day, we are human beings, Mm. we expect something out of it. Mm. So the instant outcomes and the instant gratification Mm. is something Mm. that the Octalysis framework also talks about it. Mm. So he, these are some of the aspects that we have really thought through mm-hmm. and it's easier said than done, right? This is a very right. generic framework that he has actually uh, prophesized, if you will. Right. But you have got to think as your product or as your service, mm. whatever the case is, mm. you've got to see what of these facets fit Fits. best for your uh, solution, right? Mm-hmm. You may not be able to fit in all the eight. Right. For example, self-motivation may be fantastic for a child, mm-hmm. but then 
from an education point of view mm. uh, how do you motivate a child for social aspect may mm. not be a very good fit mm. or maybe right mm. Mm. we're trying to still fit what how do, it's an adaptation of these concepts that mm. the framework defines that mm. ultimately probably give, gives a very very well defined gamified experience for mm. them so, mm. so that's that's how i would put it as mm. So fundamentally, this mm-hmm. Octalysis framework mm-hmm. is a very good reference point for those of uh, our listeners who Octalysis framework. Okay, yeah, I'll, right? I'll add that on Wikipedia. Okay, so uh, I mean, sorry, I said I will add it on Wikipedia, which I meant I'll add it on the show notes, the Wikipedia link. Of course, yeah. I can add it to Wikipedia also. <laughs> As we know, anybody can add anything to Wikipedia. If, no, you, the, if you look at gamification on Wikipedia, Octalysis framework is there. Right. Now, I think uh, let's talk about getting the product design right and uh, what are the key challenges and key elements that we need to keep in mind when we are trying to get the product design. Obviously, this framework is there to try and extract some of these things, but uh, it's easier said than done, like Anand, you mentioned. Uh, And uh, before we get to the question, neither of you are from a uh, gaming background or gamification background, right? So, yeah. Was this a big challenge? How did you guys overcome this big challenge? Yeah, I mean, you know, we start off uh, on, the, on the background of how we can overcome all of this. Mm. Uh, so I will credit a lot of what we built on uh, my professional experience mm-hmm. in terms of so my professional experience has been into software testing, and and worked, lived and worked in four different countries with multiple mm. customers of various backgrounds, various industries. Mm. Uh, <coughs> So one thing I realized over the course of my experience is that um, success of any platform or a product or uh, any application uh, depends extremely on the users who are using it mm-hmm. and how they expect it to behave. Mm-hmm. If what they really want from a product like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it got really good ingredient in my mind. You know, I've been mean, working with a lot of customers very closely mm-hmm. with their marketing team, the various initiatives and all. Um, so when we started the whole whole piece, right, we knew that our background was not into the design is not mm. where we are trained for like right. we have done that right but we had a reasonable appreciation for that piece right mm. um, so the way we hold the whole side one is to find the right partner mm. uh, so we found a very nice partner called Thin Design you know in Bangalore uh, who actually helped us do the whole UX and UI mm. uh, design for the product mm. but the bigger thing was not just finding a partner to do a UX and UI the biggest thing was realizing that when you get into uh, building the product, do the design first. Mm. Rather, design first, as in the UX and UI. Mm. Don't get technology to model it. Mm-hmm. Right? And we are both, you know, very good fans of how Apple has evolved, mm. as opposed to, you know, other companies, right? Um, so, and, and our thought always is that you start with design. Mm-hmm. Technologies and developers and the constraint that comes with that. Mm. It should come later on. Mm-hmm. And this is my very serious recommendation to anybody mm-hmm. who cares to uh, mm-hmm. you know, find out more about the whole element of design piece of it. Mm-hmm. Design, the whole real the design, but how the app is going to behave mm-hmm. or application is going to behave, not just mm-hmm. the mobile device. Here. Mm-hmm. Do that piece first. Mm-hmm. And once you've got some level of maturity mm-hmm. in the way that uh, experience is defined, mm-hmm. then bring on board the technology elements part of it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's been a huge, huge uh, mm-hmm. learning for us. You know, mm-hmm. Thankfully, I got good guidance initially and I think mm-hmm. it's, it's worked out well, mm-hmm. well for us. 
as opposed to fitting mm. design once mm. uh, the components are been built mm. yeah. no so 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 i understand the part about design getting the design first uh, and all that uh, because uh, obviously uh, that's very important but uh, i'm still not able to relate to uh, the fact that okay the design was there but how did you understand that okay mm. these are the elements that that needs to be uh, in the platform or in the in the app you know mm-hmm. for it to be a, like a proper game you know it's, yeah, it's yeah, more yeah. than design right correct, it's, correct. it's uh, psychological you could say yeah, yeah. so very so i'll just complete that piece right? so so very frankly right uh, the product that we have right now is not the product we started with about mm-hmm. a year year and a quarter back mm-hmm. and it is which was it was very different right mm-hmm. uh, and i think a year from now if you talk to us we'll have even more different different product mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. Uh, the important piece is to keep taking constant feedback from the actual users mm-hmm. so when we did the initial whatever right the ux mm-hmm. and ui right we ran through those screenshot to multiple children and parents mm-hmm. so that's our audience right and we kept taking the feedback there's a very very specific how do we do that mm. and you keep bringing them back to the design team bringing mm. back to your workshops that's mm. we've not done this piece we've not done that piece mm. so you keep taking that external breathing mm. you know to the frequency possible and keep tweaking your product mm. right and kind of uh, keep working that piece mm. out so that is very important right mm. if you build a product uh, over a course of one year within four walls as dheeraj mentioned right that's what is the philosophy we have adopted right mm-hmm. we want we did not say we'll start with this product mm-hmm. or we'll build this product mm-hmm. why are we doing this mm-hmm. i mean the uh, more than anybody else we need to be convinced that this is the right thing to mm-hmm. build, right uh, even mm-hmm. more than the user sometimes mm-hmm. because many a times mm-hmm. the end user may not know what he or she wants mm-hmm. right that is also the part of being uh, you know great part of being or building a product mm. uh, and it's since we are talking about the topic of gamification i think mm. it's very important to know mm. why would gamification fit in this solution problem that we are trying to solve in the mm. first place mm. right, right right it's why can't just, very just easy and, to yeah. be seduced by this gamification and mm. try and you know uh, oh. build a whole big framework around something mm. that may actually not require gamification mm. at all in mm. any form right right i think while we are it is very important to figure out what aspects of gamification mm. is best fit for your product to mm. bring out its flavor mm-hmm. it's more like in cookery they say you know you garnish it to bring out flavors you mm. don't garnish it for it to look nice mm. not just look nice <laughs> i think that's the essence of it it's also equally important to know what game when gamification should not be done mm-hmm. right i mean i guess that in itself is a big topic but then mm-hmm. uh, it's important for the end you or the designer or the the thinker mm-hmm. to say what is the best fit for us and mm-hmm. what should definitely not be mm-hmm. uh, an aspect of gamification that they want to adopt right i mean mm-hmm. because uh, at the end of the day mm-hmm. uh, let's not forget mm-hmm. the entire octalysis framework was mm-hmm. designed mm. from essence of playing games mm. right 
you don't want that to have a negative connotation on some very serious topic like education for a child mm. right i mean naturally a child will love to hear that i'm allowed to play game while mm. studying mm. but as a parent even i sometimes fret that my child should not be childish but child like when studying right mm. it's a very different but a very nascent difference mm-hmm. uh, it's equally important for us to know what is great about gamification but what does not fit perhaps takes equal weightage mm. in my opinion during the original uh, you know building of or designing the product mm. if you like the show do follow us on facebook and twitter the link is www.facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan both these provide you daily tips and articles as well as resources to help and inspire your startup there are multiple tips per day some examples of these tips would be articles on the latest startups growth hacking tips how do you build team for startups how to get funding etc so don't forget facebook.com/foundersgyan and twitter.com/foundersgyan so so great tips there so uh, want to start with why uh, anand you mentioned and uh, get feedback from users and obviously the other thing is uh, not everything could be fit into a gamification platform uh, uh because uh, it just may not work and uh, i think uh, some I'm, i'm not saying a lot because uh, gamification gamification of a platform is tough so it's not something that everybody ventures into but uh, i think maybe some people might have the wrong idea that let me gamify my platform just for the sake of yeah. you know gamification while we all get seduced into trying to fit gamification on top of what we have mm-hmm. is this the right place to fit in is a very important i i would say equally important question to ask uh, mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. okay so so let's assume that we have come to the point where we know that uh, we want to have this gamification platform for whatever reason uh, so yeah. it fits in with what we are doing uh, and we have kind of extracted the main uh, elements uh, from the what is that uh, thing again the octalysis octalysis framework. right octalysis 8 right so yep. octalysis framework uh, and uh, then uh, is there uh, any other uh, things that uh, we need to uh, think about uh, you know like uh, maybe some biggest uh, tips and pitfalls that you can think about in your own experience uh, uh on uh, what happens i mean what could go wrong uh what were some of the things that you were not very confident but actually turned out to be a great uh, great thing uh, could you talk from your own experiences yeah i could cite a couple of examples readily sure. um uh, what could go wrong definitely uh, a child let's take our own product right a child is so uh, you know enthused by this gamification that he or she kind of spends too much of time right it's mm. uh, unlike a manufacturing industry a highly mm. optimized mm. or highly utilized child is not what we want highly optimized child's mm. habits is what we want mm. over indulgence no end of the day again it's end a of device. the day it's about it's a device right. parents will be cognizant about how much of screen time my child mm. does so that's a very it's a given right it's a no brainer that oh, gamification will always have some that's cons true. as well right uh, that is one clear example we can mm. see second one i could probably cite from the healthcare industry mm. today so much of iot and you mm. know so much of self health uh, you know involvement with these fitbits and what not mm. 
it's very easy to you know it's the happening thing so why not i also buy it mm-hmm. and it's actually gamified uh, implementation right. i am challenging myself i am lifting my own bar right. today i have burnt you know say 500 calories let me raise it up to 750 mm-hmm. that's a very classical good implementation of gamifying experience mm-hmm. but do i burn out myself Mm. that's the other side of the same coin right mm. i've got to question myself have i pushed myself too far mm. it's it's about the optimum right? right while all of these frameworks and are great mm. theoretically and even greater if applied in the right sense mm. i think it's up to the end user consumer to make the optimal utilization of it mm-hmm. uh, it's like a scientist creates a nuclear bomb with a nice thing in mind right to right. make it proper make good use nuclear of nuclear fusion but there is obviously the other side of the coin which we all faced mm. in today's mm. world mm. so i guess it's about the balance right right because i i think even uh, when you mentioned fitbit i think even um, a lot of uh, apps are there for like jogging running walking yeah. all sorts of things and uh, especially if you're like slightly older the chances of injuring yourself is high like you you try to push yourself and yeah. you know the chance of injuring yourself is high so uh, you also mentioned that uh, is there any example that you could give on um, uh, something that in your own platform maybe you were in very confident when you launched something that kind of didn't seem seem good or you were in very confident but actually turned out to have great feedback so it's kind of like a thing that again going back to dheeraj what you said Uh, it's not being within the four walls, but yeah. getting customer feedback. Any any examples of that? Leaderboard is a great yeah. example, actually. Great uh, example. So so leaderboard is is a great example, right? Mm. So we had mixed inputs about uh, uh, putting a leader. So our leaderboard, you know, and you know, I apologize, I have to go slightly specific how we've done the leaderboard. Mm. So leaderboard allows the child to be kind of uh, benchmarked or kind of uh, look where they stand compared to other children who. Are in their grade and in their board, mm. right? So we have some customization that you can do it for your subject or uh, in certain geographical areas, uh, you know, in your school or or in the city or whatever. Right? Mm. So we have to make feedback: should we do it or should not do it? Will children be 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 kind of demotivated? Uh, demotivated? Uh, Will they be happy? Mm. And so we were slightly iffy about the whole piece, right? But we built it on anyway, mm. and it. Turned out to be a resounding success. Mm. We figured that uh, we've seen a lot of children, right, starting very closely at home and then outside. Right? Mm. Children are extremely, extremely kind of eager to take a look at the scores as soon as they finish a small game. Go back, uh, they look at the rankings, how they've gone up and down. Mm. If a friend of theirs is playing or so, or my friend is. Mm-hmm. It's catching up with me, and I'm doing all that. So that would actually be an extremely you know, huge success, mm-hmm. right? And we were being told that young children may get demotivated, so just be careful and all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so I think that's a very classical example, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the whole philosophy of it is trying to encourage, but that that could also end up discouraging some kids, right? For example, right? So right. we were uh, complacent mm-hmm. when we initially designed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but hopefully majority of the kids actually mm. like the experience mm. we saw the positive mm. coming out and inspiring them more than you know kind of uh, mm. demotivating them in any mm. sense so i want to go back to uh, one question that uh, one point that dheeraj mentioned uh, and uh, that kind of ties in with my next question so uh, the whole point in uh, any uh, app like this uh, or a platform that's 
especially gamification platform maybe uh, we could say uh, not necessarily gamification but uh, i think it's very important in the gamification platforms to constantly innovate the platform to make it yeah, yeah. more engaging yeah. now one of the main things is feedback yeah. right like you said uh, if users like some features for example the leaderboard you just talked about it uh, then you could think about various ways to make it more exciting correct, correct. Uh, for the users maybe add more uh, uh, i don't know add more geographies or like uh, 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 leagues whatever i don't know the exact terms that you guys are using uh, but at the same time uh, user feedback sometimes says you know i don't like this it's very vague and very general right so how do you actually extract the essence of that and maybe come up with additional features you know so how do you innovate on building new features when like uh, anand you said the user doesn't know what what they want right Sometimes. so uh, that's a big challenge right so how do you uh, overcome that uh, in a in a gamification platform so i i think this is a very <laughs> classical example what we are evolving as a product itself is a part of gamification right mm. i mean Uh, how do bad? How do I get better? Mm. Uh, probably we should gamify our own thought process here. Mm. To you know, I think it it does implicitly. Uh, we evolve as a product through external breathing and our internal our own subject matter expertise, mm-hmm. uh, and and also the fact that uh, these are children we are dealing with, mm. especially when we talk about our product. Children uh, really like. great surprises mm. so it is very difficult to please mm. a child mm. actually more than an adult mm. so the gamification experience has to be constantly evolving mm. and perhaps increasing in challenges mm. increasing in the you know degree of difficulty perhaps mm. uh, i guess we don't hear about angry birds anymore which was viral if you were just just a year back perhaps mm. right i mean a, such a big app such a world renowned app mm. uh, can lose steam mm. uh, perhaps because you know we have probably not seen enough and more versions of it or, or maybe there are better right. you know a, a virtual augmented reality games like the pokemon go right. that has really shifted the user So the way the user the experience, the user expectations have completely transformed, and uh, maybe a child of five years from now may not like the gamification that we are doing today. Mm. They might want to have a virtual reality classroom and then dynamically studying mm. with a child who is studying in the UK, for all mm. you know, mm-hmm. right? I think it is important for us to question ourselves and mm. the. it's a it's, it's it can be a vicious cycle or a virtuous cycle it depends on how we take the product mm. it can be a vicious cycle if you mm. get into trying to catch up with what the market trend is mm. it can be a virtuous cycle if mm. you try and set the trend in the market right obviously everybody would want to be the latter mm. and how easy or difficult i guess it's mm. for us to mm. each individual to kind of discover that but mm. needless to say even gamification has to keep evolving mm. uh, which is the very reason why we have stuck to the grades 1 through 5 for now mm. so, so in our own case keep, yeah uh, the gamified experience that a mm. third grader would love and mm. or fall in love with mm. will be very very different the expectation as you go to grade 6 and 7 mm. he or she is no longer going to like it because i have outgrown this right 
right? It's a very classical example of in our own case where we got to be, mm. we were very cognizant that it's not going to work if we have the same gamified experience in the same app for two different people. Mm. So that's how varied the expectations are in the same app. Forget mm. different applications, mm. right? So needless to say, mm. we've got to evolve, not just keeping in mind what we want to give to the customer, mm. not just keeping in mind what the customer wants. Mm. Probably the answer lies somewhere uh, between mm. the two, right? So mm. that's that's how mm. we should evolve. Great. Yeah, I think your, the other piece of the question that uh, Ram was alluding to was, so you talk to customers, you talk to users, children, right? you get a lot of feedback, right? Now, how do you decide on what to work on and what not to work on? Yeah. Right. So, right. I, mean, I think that's, that's a very key. key that's key. the piece, right? So, I mean, so, so, I mean, so we are, of course, right? Like, like any, not just startup, right? Any company as well has only limited resources. Yeah. With nobody has infinite, right? So, you can only put them in certain spaces. You will have to do something in some pieces, you know, to kind of, uh, you know, kind of put in a background something that you've dropped. Uh, so one thing that we do here is you know we are just lucky to have our team composition which has a very wide variety of people mm. you know people who are children people who are who have been teachers mm. who are parents right mm. so we kind of run it past all, uh, all of us kind of brainstorm on those pieces right mm. and see what are the other trends where the whole uh, gamification industry is trending towards mm. what are people enjoying right? and then you kind of take in our collective wisdom take a call Mm. I mean, it's a very simple answer to a very complicated question, right. frankly. So, so I know, I know, like, I mean, I, I, I've been, like, uh, having the same thought to, through my mind because uh, we are trying to demystify something that is very complex <laughs> in a very simple question-and-answer yeah. format and uh, I do understand that it's tough. So, thank you guys for trying your best because uh, I'm sure if everybody knows the answers to how to create yeah. the next killer game, yeah. uh, I'm sure everybody <laughs> would do it, right? So, it's a complex topic and uh, it's, it's not... Uh, not that that easy so I just have a couple of uh, final questions uh, so but before I move on to that I just want to hear about uh, uh, the uh, what what would you do I mean you, you were mentioning that uh, one year back the product was different now it's different maybe one year back one year on something might be something else so um, if you had to do this all over again supposing you had to start today and uh, let's say you had to build this whole platform mm-hmm. what would you do different uh, of course hindsight is always yeah, 2020 so let's leave aside okay kids said this feature is good that you cannot predict you cannot predict without actually somebody experiencing it but in general terms is there anything that you do different if you started this today uh, it might be very specific to what we are doing right? for example the platform we chose initially to go with Mm-hmm. Uh, and that is very very specific to space where we, sure, sure, we that, are that's, in the that's fine, right? that's fine. We may probably have gone with the with the tablet version as opposed to the phone version. Mm. Uh, we the initial version of the product was uh, phone alone. Okay. And uh, mobile, the, the the mobile Android phone alone, mm. Android mobile alone. Uh, but we realize that uh, uh, a lot of parents, as far as education for children goes. Mm. A tablet is what they associate with more closely. Mm, not with a not with a phone. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we had some our rational why we went with the phone, right? You know, the proliferation of the device. Right, right. Is the Android phone is the most prolific smart, right. smart device right. in India, right? Right. right. 
that's a choice we made, right? If we, mm. go, if we were beginning in US, we probably might have gone with iPhone mm-hmm. uh, or, 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 or the iPad, right? But right. Yeah. So that's something that we probably would have done differently. Mm-hmm. Um, Anand, do you have something? Um, yeah. I think uh, one other aspect, I, again, talking about gamification itself, uh, probably we were uh, too busy trying to fit the framework uh, from a child point of view. Mm-hmm. Maybe what I would have done differently is how would we engage the other key stakeholders in the education. The, the parents. The, the parent and the teachers. And the teachers. Perhaps, I don't know if gamifying their experience would help in any mm-hmm. way, but mm-hmm. maybe that's a thought I might mm-hmm. have given. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, I think... Uh, 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 kids are the ones playing the game, but parents and teachers have a big it's, it's say. A serious, uh, big say, yeah, big say, and big stake. Uh, if they encourage only, then the the chances of kids playing is there. Absolutely, right. So, so thanks, guys, for sharing that. Now, I just have last final questions. So, uh, are there any books uh, or resources and tools that you would recommend uh, in terms of gamification? Um, I know you already mentioned the octo octalysis. Octalysis. I, I don't think I'm ever going to get that. Uh, octalysis. I'll I'll refer to my show notes again and again. Octalysis framework. I, I think you mentioned that is and start with why by Sinek. That's another book. Any other books resources? Uh, could be with startups. Could be with gamification. Could be with product design. Yeah, yeah. So as far the gaming reservoir of books. <laughs> No. Okay, then we'll restrict it to two or three. No, I'll just call only one book. Okay. okay. I'll keep it simple for you. So, anybody getting into gamification of the platform or trying to build out a game, has a, has a wonderful book I would like to refer called uh, Reality is Broken by Jane McGonigal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've really learned a lot from that. I mean, the way she sees things and the way she anticipates how the future of gaming is, is going to evolve over the course of next next few years, couple of decades, right? It's, it's wonderful. So, how do you recommend it? If you get a chance, take a look, it's available all over. Uh, the reality is broken by Jane mm-hmm. McConnell. Uh, Anand, do you have any books or uh, you are the CTO, so maybe something in terms of tools and uh, stuff like that that you think is essential, you know, or or, or gamification or is well. more of an experience. Uh, uh, technology is the tool, mm-hmm. to simply put, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think it is the culmination of how best you can implement this experience using the best of technology is what I think the ultimate deliverance to the end customer, right? End mm-hmm. user is. So my take on that is how well you design your product with and gamification plays an important role as part of your design itself as Dheeraj said rather than trying to superimpose gamification on an existing product. Mm. Uh, I, I think people should concentrate more on that. Mm. Technology is just an enabler. Mm. So that can no longer be a differentiator. Okay. That's okay. So I just have one final question. Uh, and can, before I, can I mention one more book along the value? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. <laughs> uh, so I've been referring this to a lot of people, right? Uh, so one element uh, along with just gamification is also the element of this whole design thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's again used quite a bit nowadays, uh, but there's some... So the book I you know read recently called Solving Problems with, with Design Thinking. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think, published by the University of, uh, I think, Carolina... I'll have to kind of email that to you. Mm, you, you, can, you can send yeah, that to me. It has some 10 absolutely wonderful case studies mm. about design thinking. Mm. And they're not de- 
they're not technology design thinking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there is one case study about technology also. Mm-hmm. There is, I mean, about ten extremely different spaces. Mm-hmm. One one case that talks about uh, how the elderly in Denmark mm-hmm. uh, reduced eating uh, the the government subsidized food, mm-hmm. and how you solve that problem via design thinking. Mm-hmm. Absolutely brilliant. Mm-hmm. Right? And it was like ten other cases like that. So I highly recommended book. You know, okay. If anybody gets a chance. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. We'll link the link all these on the show notes page so that people have a, a easy way to refer these. Uh, now, before I move on to the final question, what's the uh, best way to uh, reach out to you guys? So, obviously, they can go to the uh, Google app, Google Play Store, and download playablo.com. That's not playablo.com. Playablo, I guess. Yeah. Play uh, and download it uh, to experience the game for the uh, the educational game I have had for themselves, uh, yeah, their yeah. kids. Uh, but as and of course the website is playablo.com. Uh, but if there are founders who are looking to reach out to you guys personally, what's the best medium? Uh, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, blog, what, what, what's uh, email, what's what's. Uh, so we are on all platforms. Anand is not on Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Other than that, we are everywhere. There's all uh, you know, our tagline's called. It's stage. just simply not gamified enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our tagline is stay curious. So just write to curious at playapple.com. Email will get to us. Okay. Uh, and of course, I mean LinkedIn, Facebook. Okay. So, so I will, I'll get those links from you guys. LinkedIn, sure. Facebook, yeah. Twitter, whatever social medias that you are active on and link that on the show notes page. Uh, so if there is one gyan, I know we have talked about a lot of different things and uh, maybe it could be a repeat of something you have said or it could be something new. Uh, but if there is only one gyan that you want to give with regards to gamification of platforms uh, for startups, specifically we are targeting startups here, uh, what would that be? I would like each of you to give only one gyan. I would just say this start with the why <laughs> I mean I think that answers every question keep asking why until you are convinced that yes this is why yes. uh, there are a lot of gyans here which is one gyan right um, uh, just assume that only this is going to air this yeah. is going to be Dheeraj's advice to the startup community on gamification so yeah. best foot forward ok so I'll tell you something right so so we, we bootstrap for a very very long time. We are still bootstrapping for example. You know that as co-founders alone, you will not make it happen. You need a team. Mm. Uh, and if you are bootstrapping, you only have so much resources. I mean, so here I literally mean cash. Right. In back, right? You only have so much money, right? And you only have that kind of office space, if you can call it office space, right? But you still need the right team. Um, I would highly recommend uh, to wait to hire the right person as mm-hmm. opposed to settling in with whatever is available for you. Mm-hmm. Because even in the market space of whatever is available, you know, mm-hmm. who, know, who, are, who are not kind of already hired by other large established funded mm-hmm. startups or companies, mm-hmm. there are some pretty smart people out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cultural fit really, you know, the mm-hmm. cultural fit of the of the employees into the organization is extremely important mm-hmm. extremely important mm-hmm. uh, so that's it you know balance things will fall into place okay things will okay. the right thing excellent Gyan uh, guys and Kiraj uh, I know you had mentioned that one of the things that we could talk about and maybe we will explore in a future uh, episode is uh, how to hire the 
right people yeah, even yeah. when you don't have a fancy office space uh, i don't know if if uh, so apparently uh, before if if before we do that episode you moved the fancy office <laughs> but if you do please note it down we will talk about it in a future episode so apparently there is a great story in the same very same book i spoke about mm. start with the why mm. about hiring the right people yeah, yeah. Mm. It's, a, it's a fantastic you should right. definitely okay. thanks guys so it was wonderful chatting with you guys and uh, wish you all continued uh, success uh, with uh, your venture thanks ram thanks thanks, thanks for having us thanks Thank you folks for your time and listening to this podcast. Do leave your comments and feedback either on iTunes or the show notes page which is at www.foundersgyan.com/ep72. I'll see you all next week with yet another startup founder and an interesting topic. Till then take care and good luck on your own startup adventure. Bye for now.